when I stopped trying to appeal to everyone and started to appeal to myself, naturally that attracted that, that, that client base that I was always wanting inevitably. Welcome to the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we are dedicated to unraveling the secrets to real estate success. I'm your host, Maud Leger, and each week we bring you insights from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators, sharing their success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Join us every Monday for a new episode and discover how to crack the code to success and take your real estate business to the next level. Don't miss out on the opportunity to unlock your potential. This week, I'm speaking with Jonathan Orlando from Page. Today's chat is all about genuinity. Jonathan isn't just another realtor. He's a beacon of authenticity, having built a thriving business on genuine connections and unwavering commitment. While the world of real estate has its challenges and each realtor carves their own path to achievement, Jonathan has distinguished himself by always staying true to himself and his clients. Let's get to my chat with Jonathan. This podcast is sponsored by Sold Right Away, the experts in real estate marketing. You work hard selling real estate, we work hard selling you. From listings to branding, Sold Right Away has you covered. For all your real estate marketing needs, visit soldrightaway.com. Hi, Jonathan. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us, what is the key to your success? My key to my success is just ensuring customer or client satisfaction uh, it's never about the bottom dollar it's always about my clients and their needs and ensuring that they're taken care of and they feel like they're walking away from a transaction getting the most for their money and the best experience possible nice and then what do you do for them that is special either on the buyer side or seller side I mean, you know, just given my age and my sphere of influence in terms of my network, a lot of my friends or family members or or any recommendation that's come my way through that network generally are first-time home buyers. So mostly been working on the buying side just because of that alone. Obviously, now people are moving on to their second or third home at this point. So, you know, we're starting to get more into the listing side. But, um, you know, I try to make people feel like they're the only clients I have at that given time because they deserve to feel that way. I mean, it's a huge huge purchase and i don't look at it any differently if you're paying five hundred thousand dollars or five million dollars i mean in ratio generally it's as big of a deal to anyone as it would be you know and and i try to make people feel important because they are and and special because it's a huge accomplishment for anybody of any economic class to be purchasing a home especially in the gta and you know everyone should feel like you know they're getting the most out of the experience i love it it's a big deal for any of anyone, no matter what the price. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's a big accomplishment. I think any homeowner should be proud of because, I mean, a lot of people don't have that opportunity. So I think it's, uh, you know, it's something everyone, every homeowner should give themselves a pat on the back for. That's cool. Amazing. Love it. Tell us a little bit more, like, what's the one thing that you have implemented in your business that has brought you success? Always that there's no fast fast time it's always a slow nickel it's always that's the mentality you know I've had clients in some of the bigger sales that I've done I beg them not to buy things just because I personally don't think it I like to think if I was in their shoes with that budget and that criteria would I purchase this 
just because, you know, it makes me feel better about it in the sense where I wouldn't want my clients to live somewhere that I wouldn't necessarily. And that has nothing to do with the preference. It has if I was in their shoes, right? Yeah. And I've, I've begged clients not to buy $3 million places before in my past. And, you know, even if they do go forward with it, at least it's been known. And, you know, we are in kind of a peculiar market, so to speak, right now. And I mean... Not that I pride myself on it, but I was ended up being ultimately right. And it's just because I just want my clients to have some reassurance and some buffer if, you know, we are in times like this. And, you know, I don't want people to be maxed out. Mm -hmm. I love that because you said, like, putting yourself in their shoes, knowing, knowing their budget, knowing what they are. But sometimes being in the excitement, they forget about these things. For sure. I mean, definitely things like finishes and stuff can definitely sway people. And it's important to keep our clients, uh, you know, their, 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 their outlook on the things that matter. I don't really necessarily think things that are easily changed are necessarily a criteria thing. I think ensuring location and, you know, if it's a detached or, or a semi or, you know, making sure that they're getting the most, and that's how I view, you know, getting the most bang for your buck in, in, in real estate. Yeah. How do you generate leads for your business or nurture new leads? You know, I've been very, very fortunate that my network has pretty much started me and supported me throughout the almost the, the decade I've been doing real estate. Um, you know, and I, I think, you know, there's no stronger refer no stronger lead than a referral, right? I mean, realistically, if someone has a great experience with you, they're gonna pass that on and it kind of sells yourself in that sense, right? So that's why I think as realtors, it's really important that we treat every client with the most dignity and respect and kindness. Cause ultimately, as much as we are selling homes, it's a people's business. Very cool. How do you nurture those referrals or those clients in your database to make sure they remember you when it's time to buy and sell again? <laughs> so it's funny you bring that up because I just had a meeting okay. and, well, you know, obviously where we're at in this market, you know, you're going to have to get a little more creative in terms of generating leads. So, you know, I've had a few friends or people I've met in the industry who do lead generation. And the guy said to me, what CRM are you using? And uh, the only CRM I use is this right now, which I know is not <laughs> the best. But, you know, I feel like because genuinely I've been so blessed to have these great clients that I actually have become friends with them. So, I mean, it's realistically just checking in on people because I genuinely want to. Right. And yes. I know it's probably not the most traditional way, especially in 2023, where everybody's using CRM this or hello, follow up, whatever they're, they're all called. But um. I think, you know, once you establish a genuine connection with these people, you genuinely care. It's like any friend you have. You're going to be like, hey, I haven't spoken to this person in a while. I should check up on them. Yeah. And, you know, you know what? The power of a text message just saying, hey, how's it going is so powerful in itself because it's it's important that our clients, you know, a lot of I've heard a lot of stories where people close the deal and then the realtor walks away and they feel like they they don't know them anymore. Right. And that's just never been the case with me. Yeah, that's amazing. So you're like keeping that genuine personal touch yeah I, I i ask people you know I, I can be frank with you i've asked so many of these people because i've developed such a great relationship with them do would you want market reports this and that but realistically a lot of them are like no but if they have a question about what's going on in their area i'm more than happy to provide them with those updates at, at their own convenience and whenever they feel as if they want to educate themselves instead of just firing off you know the same thing to everybody yeah yeah, it's a different approach, completely genuine, completely personal. 
Yeah, it was definitely not a planned way of doing things, but I, and I didn't realize how many realtors were changing CRMs and MailChimp and all that stuff. And I definitely feel like that's something I could improve on. But I think there's just something so special about keeping that genuine connection with certain people and ensuring and nurturing it in that way. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever works. And it, if that works, then continue it. Why change something that works? Yeah. And, you know, that's the one thing I think I struggled with when I first started real estate was was understanding what was my niche, what worked for me. Right. I, You know, if you wanted a realtor that's going to be wearing a three piece suit, I'm just not that person for you. And chances are you weren't that client for me. Right. And I, I think that's my whole thing. You're not going to appeal to everybody. When I stopped trying to appeal to everyone and started to appeal to myself, naturally, that attracted that 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 client base that I was always wanting inevitably. Mm -hmm. what you put out there is what you attract and then that's exactly yeah that is super cool tell us more about like challenges have you faced any challenge in the 10 years you've been in business that taught you a valuable lesson do you have how much time do we have <laughs> uh, you know the biggest mistake i think i made when i started was i thought oh this is going to be easy i'm going to get my license i'm going to put something up on Instagram and then it's going to be, everyone's going to be calling me. And then I think in my first year, I made like $10,000. Like, you know, cause just, and I quit my job. I, I, I just thought this is all you have to do. Right. And that's definitely not the case, especially cause I started so young too. Like who, who would trust like a 22 year old with, with the biggest purchase of their life when I haven't even moved out of my parents' house. Right. So, you know, there were definitely obstacles that came with that. You know, I probably should have joined a team to get that because the best way to learn in real estate is obviously on the field and making mistakes is the number one way to learn things, you know, and it was a slow climb. It was probably not until like my fifth year, I actually had a tangible career where I could leave my full-time job and actually pursue it and be successful at it. Yeah. So five years of challenges and learning opportunities to get you to where you are today I love yeah and i mean i was very lucky that i was always even though i wasn't doing real estate in the field with a full-time position so no, no matter what i was still learning things that were still applicable to what i was doing and still have taught me things that i can now apply to my career today mm -hmm. what's the best advice you've ever received just be yourself oh. because I always thought, okay, I'm, I like this person for million dollar listing. I like this realtor in my area. And I try to emulate what they were doing, thinking that they had cracked the code. But what I realized down the road is they cracked the code for their own success. Doesn't equate to mine because I was being disingenuous. And like I said, this is a very people oriented business. And when you're not being you and people don't know you, they have a wall up. They have shields and they don't trust you. And like without trust, you're not going to have a smooth transaction with any clients. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Being yourself, being you, it, it's genuine. It is. And you know what? It's, it, it's not just for the client's sake when you connect with other realtors, which, you know, I'm very fortunate that, you know, listen, I'm a silly person. I don't take many things too seriously. So, you know, I've been very lucky that I've worked with some great realtors and I've had clients win bidding wars and they didn't even have the highest offer, right? It's but when you have when you have someone on your side who can connect with both sides and advocate on both ends, it really helps you and ultimately saves you money in the long run. Yeah, yeah, you get to get the 
have the deal because you as a realtor negotiated in the right. best, most personal, genuine way. Well, because the other side also needs the confidence too to understand that you're going to carry this deal through. You could offer double the amount, but if they're like, well, I don't know about this person, it's not going to happen. Huh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Nice. Yeah. What else do you do on your day-to-day -day that attracts you more business or that helps you grow that way? Well, like I said, I'm a very social person. I'm from Toronto, so, you know, I... I know this city like the back of my hand. I went every form of school you possibly can imagine here. So, you know, being born, being a naturalized Torontonian obviously has allowed me to expand my network in ways that maybe someone moving into the city wouldn't have that opportunity. You know, I take a lot of pride in my community and joining, you know, sports teams, going out to bars and restaurants on the weekends. It's all work at the end of the day, as much as it is fun. But I mean, really and truly, like I've had people who I have on every social media you can imagine and they see everything I do, but they never reach out to me. But the minute we run into each other at a bar or on the street, then that's when the face to face conversation happens. I don't know how or why that's the case, but it, it is yeah. right. So, you know, I think just being active and being out and about, which is also beneficial, too, because you're learning things about certain neighborhoods and areas you know, you can recommend because I mean, sometimes I, I feel like a travel agent for neighborhoods recommending places. <laughs> right. But it's good because you need to be the expert of these neighborhoods. And there's no better way to know a neighborhood than being on the streets, learning about it, meeting people and trying new things. Trying them, going places, eating the food, like being there. I, I totally get what you're saying. It's cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. And um, I guess where where are you going this year? Like what is the next three months looking uh, for you in terms of real estate? I mean, no one has a crystal ball. I've definitely been fortunate enough despite market conditions to say that I've had the best year yet that I've ever had in my career. I was in the top 4% of realtors as an individual agent, which is huge because the other 3% are teams. So, you know, I'm really thankful and have so much gratitude for my client base. Cause like I said, they're the ones who really got me there. Um, and, you know, the next few months are going to be a little unsure, but you know, I think there are great deals out there that are to be had for people who are looking to maybe buy, not so much sell. And, you know, I've seen some great ones go and, you know, I'm working with a couple and I hope to, you know, wrap up a couple more this year and I would be very happy with that. Yeah. That's a great genuine way again, to just see the future in the next three months. <laughs> well, no one's the crystal ball right now. Uh -huh. Right. And that's, the, and I hate saying that, but I mean, it's the truth. I don't foresee it changing too drastically from where we're at right now. I'm a big fan of buying things when the markets are down, but you know, everyone has their comfortability and their, what they're okay with. And, you know, you got to be able to ebb and flow with those kind of people, right? Because you, everyone's different. You could be selling two of the same condos, but it can be completely two different transactions. So true. So true. Very nice. Where do we find you on social media? What's your uh, hat and all? On Instagram, you can find me at Jonathan Orlando Real Estate. And my website is www.jonathanorlando.com. Amazing. Perfect. Amazing. Thank you for sharing your story. It's such a good fun personal energy that you bring um i'm excited to see, to see where you go from here thank you so much it was a pleasure talking to you awesome thanks for tuning in 
If you liked this episode, please share it with others and help spread the word. Together, we can inspire and empower more people to crack the code to real estate success.